This episode was made possible by our sponsors at Merrick Bank. Merrick Bank, when you use their credit card responsibly, you can build up your credit score while funding your sex life. Go to MerrickBank.com. That's www.merrickbank.com and apply today. You're a beautiful girl. All right, welcome back to another episode. By now, you should know that the whole idea of political correctness when talking about sex and relationship is out the door. Unabashedly, I am a guy, and therefore, I'm giving you women advice based from the male's perspective on what you can be doing to improve the passion and romance in your relationship and what you can do to uh, improve the communication outside of the bedroom as well. And of course, communicating outside of the bedroom starts in the bedroom. All right, so hopefully you're not confused by this. And so on this episode, I'm going to be talking about how you still need to dress to impress your man. I mean, you could try and say, oh, this is bullshit. Why do women have to put so much time and effort into their looks. Well, you know what? For now, that's just the way things are. And it's not going to change anytime soon. Why? Because men are visual in their sexuality and how they choose the women they want to be with or how they, you know, go about interacting with how much, you know, they desire the woman in their life. You know, so let's start thinking about this. Plus, you know, you women, let's face it, you've done a lot of this uh, to yourself as well. I mean, guys didn't start off with the whole idea of mini skirts and tight jeans and tight fitting shirts that show off your breasts. No, I mean, there was a time when you girls were completely covered. You fought to be able to dress the way you are. And guess what? Guys like it. Yes, guys like being able to see, you know, how full your breasts are how tight your ass is, you know, and even when it comes down to shaving, you know, shaving your legs, shaving, you know, uh, your, you know, pelvic region, shaving your armpits that started off, uh, with an issue of some girls in France, uh, starting to do that. And it just caught on. And nowadays all women tend to do that. You know how it got started. Well, you women started it. And now you're complaining about it. Tough luck. So before you got married, let's take a look at this. 
Before you got married, how did you dress? You dressed to impress guys. Yes, that is no surprise. You dressed in order to get the attention of the men around you in hopes of being able to find one that interests you that you would want to seek a long-term, lifelong relationship with and have kids with. I mean, that's no secret. You know, you shouldn't be surprised by that statement. You put on makeup, you wore, you know, a tight shirt or low-cut shirts or, you know, dresses that showed off your cleavage. You made sure that your ass uh, was, you know, produ- you know, shown very clearly through, you know, the jeans that you wore or tight-fitting, you know, uh, you know, elastic pants. Uh, I wouldn't say sweatpants, but, you know, tight-forming, you know, pants. You know, you did all of that. You took the time and effort into your looks. You took pride and wanting to be the uh, as attractive as you could possibly be when you went out in public. You know, whether that be going to the bar, going to a dance, or going to any social function. You know, you'd spent a lot of time getting ready to look your best. You know, you even, you know, purchased clothes that specifically highlighted your breasts. So it wasn't just that the shirt was you know, tight, you know, forming, but you wore bras designed to help keep your breasts closer together to produce even bigger cleavage. Your shirts had words across your chest in order to get guys to look there in order to read what it says. I mean, think about this. Why would you wear a shirt that had something written across where your breasts are going to be if you weren't expecting people to look and read it. And while they're looking, they're going to see your breasts and whatever brawl that you're using to make your breasts look bigger and fuller. You know, you made sure that the pants that you wore were tight-fitting and even, you know, maybe even lifted your ass a little bit to make it look even tighter and, you know, a little fuller and very grabbable. You know, maybe you even wore leather pants. Ooh, yes, you made sure that you were dressing in such a way that showed off your body and even highlighted the features that guys tend to be the most attracted to. Now, what happened to that after you got married? I We take a look at this uh, with women, you know, before they get married and women after they get married. And it's like a complete 180 at times. You know, what happens? Well, you stop wearing makeup as much, you know. You figure, you know, what's the point? Who am I trying to impress anymore? Well, you're still trying to impress your man if you want him to still see you as desirable as the first day you've, you know, hooked up. I mean, but you stop wearing makeup, you know, you kind of, let it go. You don't even bother doing much, you know, with your hair either. You know, uh, you spend more time, you know, uh, around the house, just lounging around in a baggy shirt and sweatpants that, you know, that don't show off anything. You know, you can, you know, hardly, you know, see the breasts, you know, being accentuated. Uh, you know, the ass is not, you know, is not visible whatsoever. You're just lounging around, you know, 
let me put it to you this way. Your nightgowns and your sleepwear show off more of your body and more of your, you know, sexuality than the sweatpants and the baggy shirts that some of you seem to get all relaxed in because you get this impression that after marriage, you no longer have to worry about impressing your man or doing any type of upkeep or trying to look good or trying to impress him in any way, shape, or form. You no longer take any time to flaunt your breasts. And it's not just that you're no longer wearing, you know, tight, tight shirts, you know, and switch to baggy shirt, but you're not even wearing, a, what is it, the push-up bra or, you know, the bras that are designed to help lift and support and make your breasts look a little bit, bit more. You're not wearing the shirts that, you know, have a low cut to show off your breasts. I mean, another way to say this is, for some of you, after you get married, you start dressing like slobs, like a bunch of lazy house slobs. Now, what's even worse is the whole idea where, you know, when you have a job, you get up and, you know, you try to dress to impress the people you work around. You know, you, you put on your makeup, you do your hair, you take time in picking out your clothes to look your best at work. And then when you get home, what do you do? You immediately take the makeup off and go and sit in your sweats, right? It's like you're more concerned about impressing the people you work around and have zero concern about impressing the guy that you are committing yourself to life to. Or at least, you know, the guy that you think that, you know, there will be a lifetime commitment. Maybe you're not married yet. Maybe you're just in a long-term relationship. Well, let me put it to you this way, especially if this is before marriage and you're in a long-term relationship. If you're dressing down, kind of slacking off, you know, slobbishly, and that's all he sees of you anymore, and yet he's out in public and he sees all these other girls, you know, that are still dressing to impress, well, they're going to get his eyes, you know, his attention. He's going to start daydreaming about them because they're still in the part of their you know life or mindset that they're still wanting to you know appeal sexually attractive and then he gets home and you're on the couch in sweats and eating bonbons all right maybe that is you know too much of a old time reference you know but i mean you kind of get the picture you know, you start slacking off while other girls are out there still, you know, working it and you expect to be able to keep his full attention and wonder why he may be drifting away a little bit or wonder why, you know, uh, there's, you know, uh, infidelity in so many relationships and why, you know, the passion and lust, you know, dies out. And think about this. Is this surprising whatsoever to you? It shouldn't be. This should actually be fairly common sense. So what should you do? You know, let's see here. You know, of course you should put in uh, the effort, you know, as much effort, if not more effort to dress up as sexually appealing to your man now that you're married or in a long-term relationship as you did before marriage before your engagement. 
You know, you should still be showing off your body and taking pride and having him look at you. You know, having him staring at your breasts, having him wanting to just constantly be grabbing your ass. You know, remember, this isn't a stranger we're talking about. This isn't some random person. This is somebody that you have committed yourself to. You should want to dress in such a way that he wants to be touching you and grabbing you and flirting with you all the time. And you're just not going to get that with sweats. You know, so you should put in the effort, you know, and you should still buy the clothing, you know, the, you know, uh, special bras are, you know, the low cut shirts are the tight fitting jeans. Oh man, you should be, I mean, I'm just even thinking about it. You know, I'm starting to think me and my wife are going to have a fun time tonight, <laughs> you know, but you should be putting in this effort. Now, does this mean you need to do it every single day? No. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong here, you know, uh, with what I've been saying up to this point, but it doesn't need to be every single day. You don't need to spend three hours every single day getting yourself ready. You know, it's not like you need to dress up for a beauty pageant or as, or as if you're going to the prom. You know, that's not what we're talking about here, but it should at least be several times a week that you are dressing to impress your man. You know, and, you know, you could set a goal of, you know, initially, if you've been slacking off of twice a week and then bump that up to three times a week. That's less than half the week that you are dressing up to impress, but you should put in at least that much effort into wanting to make yourself continue to be sexually appealing to your man. Okay, so, you know, we could start this off and the more uh, attention that you want from him, the more times during the week you should be dressing to impress. I mean, you could probably skip the makeup, you know, here and there, you know, as well, go all natural looking, but still wear, you know, the shirts and the pants and the outfits designed to show off your body. Right, guys, I mean, is anyone surprised? Guys like staring at your breasts? Is anybody surprised that guys like staring at your ass? This shouldn't be a surprise. I mean, women, you should know this by now. And just because you've been in a relationship for a while doesn't mean that you're you know, safe from him, uh, from his eyes wandering away. If you don't, you know, take care to, you know, maintain your looks. And plus, you know, here's a little beef here. You know, uh, a little side note, you know, it's almost like, you know, false advertising, you know, with you women. I, you know, we don't really know uh, beforehand what women, you know, truly look like, uh, you know, without the makeup. And sometimes it's hard to tell what women are wearing makeup and what women are not, you know? And so, you know, between the makeup, the push-up bras, the special fitting, you know, pants and all of that, you have promoted yourself and your body to the guy that you are with when you first started dating a certain way. And then to find out that it's all fake, you know, fake hair, fake nails, 
you know, take off the makeup, you know, that the cleavage was all the doing of the bra. I mean, that is kind of false advertising. So if you are going to be false advertising like that as a single woman, then you need to keep up the advertising the way it is after you're married. Come on, it's only fair, right? Right, right? I mean, it would be like, you know, the guy, you know, giving you, um, you know, I don't know, a, a dick pic, you know, where it shows he's 10 inches you know, long by 10 inches thick. And then, you know, after a while, you find out it was all, you know, Viagra and all natural, it's only five, right? You would feel like you were lied to, you know, especially if he didn't keep it up. If he did keep it up, you know, with the Viagra, hey, great. You still got what was advertised to you when you got married. I mean, uh, okay, okay. Maybe I'm going a little overboard with that, but you kind of get the point. And so you need to be able to keep it up, you know, at least, uh, you know, with your looks and the maintenance, at least a couple times a week, two, three times a week, right? That still gives you you know, a good five, you know, four or five times a week where you don't have to as much. In fact, if you go back uh, to several episodes and we talk about scheduling the nights in which you're going to have sex, pick those days to dress up, to impress him. Pick those days, you know, to make yourself as sexually appealing to him as possible. All right, so however many days you're planning on having sex, that's how many days you need to be dressing up. Now, if you find yourself in a lackluster relationship, you're, you know, you're listening to this because he's not paying uh, attention to you and he's playing, I don't know, some video game or he's always working on a car engine or building something or, you know, whatever. Take this advice to start getting his attention back. And guess what? This even goes if you have a mom bot. Yes, a mom bod. Just because you've popped out a couple of kids doesn't mean that you get to slack off in how you dress up. Now, some of you may be self-conscious with your mom bod because now you got a little, you know, midsection that's not as tight and flat as before. Guess what? He doesn't care if it's not as tight and as flat as it was before. He understands. In fact, guaranteed he has a little bit of pride that you still have, you know, that little bit of baby fat on your belly because he still has pride that he was the one that did that to you, that you took in his seed and gave him a child. So just because you have a mom bod now, you know, that's not as flat and as tight as before, that's no excuse. He still wants you to flaunt it to him. He still wants you to go off and show him that you still got it. Woo-hoo. Yeah. You know, so the mom bod is not an excuse to slack off in how you dress. You know, and, you know, if it really concerns you, guess what? There's this thing called, you know, exercise. You can get back into your pre-pregnancy state. Yes, it's going to be hard. And is it totally necessary? Not completely, but if you are so self-conscious that you don't feel like you can flaunt it anymore, then go ahead, do the exercise until you're satisfied with the way you look, right? 
you know, and then, you know, continue to flaunt it to them. You know, it, it really gets kind of amazing where, you know, women after they have children, you know, start thinking that, okay, I can't dress the way I did before. I'm a mom now. I got a mom bod. Big flipping whoop. You're still a woman. He's still a man. He still wants you, you know, to, you know, dress up, you know, for him. And he still sees you as hot and as sexy and all of that as you did before you had a kid. Now I get it, you know, after marriage, there's weight gain. Heck, after I got married, you know, I've gained quite a bit of weight because I got used to regular home-cooked meals and, you know, and, you know, cubicles at, you know, and a day job and, you know, being uh, at home, you know, sometimes I'm stuck, you know, at my home office desk. You know, so I understand that sometimes there's going to be some weight gains and, you know, all of that, but it doesn't matter. You still need to dress up for him. If he still finds you, you know, sexy naked, if he still wants to tear off your clothes and take you into the bedroom to have sex, then your body is still, you know, tempting to him. Your body is still pleasing to him. And you need to make sure that you let him see it, you know, and make sure you also, you know, give your ass a little wiggle in those jeans. You want to flirt with him while you're going through and, you know, dressing to impress him. You want him, you know, to see you in such a way that just looking at you gives him a boner. That's how you want to dress that he looks at you and he immediately has a boner and he's waiting for the first moment he can strip you naked. And that's how you want to dress up for him. And, you know, depending on how you dress, maybe you still dress in uh, dresses or skirts. Well, that's great because then you can set it up for outdoor sex, you know, where he's able to just lift up and have sex with you out outside. Now, maybe you want to do it more at night where you're less likely to get caught, you know, and make sure you're able to do it in a place that, you know, has, you know, the cover of darkness. But how you dress can also go into the play, the foreplay, the, get, you know, making your sex life more exciting. Okay. And... You know, as I stated, you don't have to glam up to the point where it looks like you're going to the prom, you know, or a beauty pageant or anything, you know, a nice tight fitting pair of jeans, you know, uh, you know, a bra that helps, you know, make your cleavage, you know, bigger and a tight fitting shirt that, you know, really shows off your breast with a light bit of makeup, you know, that will suffice. That will suffice. You know, just don't be, you know, sitting around in sweatpants and a baggy shirt wondering why your guy never, you know, initiates, you know, sex with you or doesn't look at you, you know, with the same desire as he did before. Make sense? Now, men's sexuality, yes, it's all visual. And guess what? That is not going to change anytime soon. It's not. It's evolutionary. It, you know, came a long ways. 
you know, back from before man really even started wearing clothing. Men still looked at a woman's breasts and used it as a way to determine her uh, as a mate, you know, uh, as her ability, you know, to, you know, produce and take care of the children, you know, as well as the hips and, you know, all of that. So men's sexuality is still based off of visual, you know, what we see. And if you're wanting more attention, both in and out of the bedroom, do you think that's likely to happen more wearing sweats and a baggy shirt or dressing up to show your body off to him? Hopefully, that's a rhetorical question that you already know the answer to. All right, that's it uh, for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Hey, look down in the links below if you want to figure out a way uh, to help you know, contribute to the podcast and help it grow. Uh, maybe we'll be able to get rid of you know, sponsorships. You know, you'll also see a link uh, to my book, you know, the Women's Instruction Manual, Man's Collective Knowledge of the Female Mind, where it allows you to show your man just how clueless he is about you. You know, 200 blank pages, which gives him plenty of room to write what he learns about you. Or as a gift, you could fill it in and hand him the manual to you. All right. Thank you so much uh, for your time and attention and listening to this episode. Share it around to people who, you know, you know, are struggling in their relationship and are wanting, you know, some advice. Thank you. And I'll be back again soon. Sweat, baby, sweat, baby. Sex is a Texas drought. Me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands down my pants and I'll bet you'll feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco. Yes, I'm Ebert. And you're getting two thumbs up. You've had enough of two hand touch. You want it rough. You're out of bounds. I want you smothered. Want you covered like my Waffle House. Ash Brown's coming quicker than FedEx. Never reaching apex. Just like Google Coles. Knock you are inclined to make me rise an hour early. Just like daylight savings time. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. So let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Do it again now. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. So let's do it.